Hey y'all, it's Rachel and Charmaine, and we are the Pleasureologists. Yes, we are, because we are all about pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) How are you today, Charmaine? I am, hmm, I'm peachy keen. (laughs) I feel like you always say that. I do, I do, I say it a lot, um, because, um, you know, my uh, therapist calls me out for saying things like, I'm fine, all the time, so... Uh, peachy keen. <laughs> That's just another way of saying I'm fine. You're right, but it's, you know, it's how I get over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like you should be honest if you are and just say it. No, I'm not. I wasn't feeling well today, whatever. But, um, you know, shit happens. But no, I'm not shitty. I have been, spent the afternoon looking for a car. Mm. I mean, online. Not like I didn't go anywhere. Let's be honest. I don't. I didn't. It's really hot. It is late in the evening here, and it's still a hundred degrees. So anyway, Oof. I know. Oof. So we had a. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a few things we want to talk about, and then we're just going to shoot the shit because why not? Why not? But I was watching TikTok. Shocker. Um, I go through phases, I don't know about you, where I won't get on TikTok for, like, days. I pretend it doesn't exist. And then I'm on TikTok for 100 years. Um, I, I will, like, I do this thing where, like, maybe I'll, like, go on TikTok for, like, 20 minutes and then I won't touch it for the rest of the day oh and my then God. like I'll pick a day and then that day I'll just be on there for I'll, like every time I turn around I'm literally on TikTok how, how um, do you control yourself to 20 minutes for something positive to repost so yeah yeah but 20 I mean you have a lot more self-control than I do I think in all aspects of your life um you can say it's true <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe yeah maybe I probably I probably do I uh, control is very important to me. So it's like, it's, um, uh, it's something I've had to learn that I don't always have. Um, and I've had to grow to be more comfortable with that. But yeah, I will say that like, I am somebody who definitely likes to have control. So yeah. I, I feel like in some ways I like to have, well, no, cause I mean, there's no such thing as control, but I like to know the mm-hmm. outcome first and like the ways I'll watch TV and I'll, I'll read spoilers and still watch it, but I like to know the ending before I start. It's a terrible Mm. habit. So that's like a little controlling. But as far as like self-control, like food, um, uh, being on a social media thing, I also think because I've said this before, I'm very ADHD. So sometimes I don't even realize it's been like five hours and I haven't slept in three years, but you know, whatever, it's fine. It's all, (laughs) it's all good. Because we all have different parts about us that are different. And we all have different styles of doing things. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I will say that I really do um, uh, <laughs> enjoy the guise. Because, right, it's not true. But I really do enjoy the guise of uh, control. Um, just that false self-premise. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. But we, none of us have control over anything, really. And... That shows up, like our idea of control and also how we are in relationships shows up a lot in our attachment styles. Definitely. 
And I, um, so as we know, there are different types of attachment styles. And Charmaine, do you want to go over some of those? I will. Um, yeah. Because I would say that before I even say this, um, there are like four basic types and then, you know, they kind of branch out. But I will say that uh, for me personally, um, I'm probably a mixture. And throughout my life, uh, pick a day. <laughs> right. Um, but there is secure, avoidant, a.k.a. dismissive or anxious avoidant. Um, and then there's anxious, uh, preoccupied or anxious ambivalent. Um, with, and that's more for children. Um, disorganized, um, or you can say fearful avoidant. Um, so those are like four of like the basic ones. And I would say everything except secure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So I will say, um, probably throughout my life, um, the secure one And even this coming from somebody who was married for over a decade, right? Um, I never felt secure attachment in my marriage, right? Because I always felt like um, I just, I just didn't Um, because, you know, it was so hard. Like I was married to somebody who was like pulling teeth to get any type of um, emotion from. Right. right. And so that became and I think that's what it was for me for a little bit. Like what kind of attracted me was like, you know, like, oh, he showed me an emotion that he doesn't show anybody else for two point five seconds. And but then it's hard to get any other type of emotion from him. Like like you can't even tell this person care. Like you can't even tell this person cares or loves me, like even in the way they look at me, like other people would be like, well, damn, does he does he even like her? Um, So secure attachment was not something that I really um like I really thought I could have like, so, you know, like I would be anxious. I would have a lot of anxiety. I would be, you know, super worried. Like, you know, well, he doesn't, he doesn't like arguments. He doesn't like yelling. He doesn't like this. He doesn't like that. So I I really felt like um, a lot of the times I was on pins and needles and I've been that way in a lot of my relationships. I will say like now, um, so we're at work. I don't know what we're calling it. Situationship, relationship, whatever. But uh, right call now. Call whatever you want to fucking call it. Call it, right. your, call him your lover. Lover. Right now at this particular point, um, <laughs> I actually feel pretty secure. And the reason why I feel pretty secure is because we have a really good um, sense of each other and a really good sense of communication. So I actually, I would say I, pr- I feel pretty secure and, and like healthy about it. So I feel like I'm in a healthier place and I have good communication with somebody. But um, I'm still, I mean, I ha- I'm anxious in general. Like that's just my normal Mm-hmm. world <coughs> excuse me so um it definitely still that comes up for me a lot still and avoidant because I just because I think um I think that's the Aquarius part of me where I just get in my mm-hmm. own little world and I mm-hmm. don't want to deal with any shit and again the fearful the, I don't know about the fearful but the disorganized kind of way I think that's also like an ADHD trait and people could look at the attachment styles and be like, oh, I'm anxious. You, you know, I can't be with someone who's anxious, has anxious attachment because I can't deal with that kind of person. I need someone secure. Well, I think really like we all go through phases of this. I'm sure moments I feel secure, really. It's not like a hard, like you're always this and there's ways to work on it as well. But for you anxious attachment, bitches and not bitches, um, <laughs> bitches and <laughs> guess what? 
And for those of you who are like, I don't want to be with someone with anxious attachment, guess what? Do it. And do you know why? Do you know why, Charmaine? I do. We had this conversation, but tell everybody why. So anxious attachment, people with anxious attachment disorder are... So, like, people who are anxious often, in general, I'm going to get to the good part in a second, but probably, you know, often grew up in a household where they weren't shown love all the time or they're always seeking love or Mm -hmm. their validation came from, like, (laughs) were they doing good in school? Were they top of the class? Are they getting, you know, accolades? And they felt like they always had to be achieving something to get that get that validation. So there's like all this anxiousness of how you're feeling love and trying to like please somebody else in that way. So here's the bonus part. Being totally secure, I'll say, I'll call it, you know, whatever, call it as it is, a little boring at times, a little like whatever. I think we all need a little shake up sometimes. Spice in our life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I like that spice in our life. People with anxious attachment because we are, we want to, we're looking for that validation, which that part is not always great, but... Because we have that anxious attachment, we are always, normally, amazing in bed. Now, I'm going to say I have been with someone who was anxious attached, like had anxious attachment. He was not amazing in bed. I will just going to throw that out there. He might have just sucked in bed. You know what? I'm taking this as a hard, this is how it is. And this is like, this was my win for the week that I was told by a therapist Okay, he didn't tell me directly. It was on TikTok, so like, let's not, whatever. He didn't talk to me. (laughs) But he said that people with anxious attachment are higher rate, percentage-wise, whatever, amazing in bed. So, you know, you're always going to have your outliers, the ones who try and fuck it all up for everybody. And I've met one or two, so there's that, yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think. And I think maybe it's like it depends... Now, they didn't say this. Does this depend if you're a penis wearer? <laughs> I called it a Holder? Holder? <laughs> or a pussy handler? A pussy holder? Oh, I don't know. I f- because, you know, I don't, I, this was something new that, I, that you told me this week. Like, I, I already knew that, like, you know, I'm, I, I can be a little anxious attached, and I already know that I, you know, I'm, like, uh, always so eager to please my partner. Mm-hmm. Um but I could see where for a lot of people that would be a good thing. I could also see for a lot of people that that would be a deterring trait in bed because sometimes you're eager to please and not paying attention or really listening because you're just you just want to get the. You're age. just trying to ruin my week. I'm so <laughs> I'm proud just of kidding. you. Listen, I'm a cancer and I always am like super, like, you know, like I I believe a lot of what they say about cancers for me is so true. Um, I really am. um, I really am uh, very much in love with love. I really am extremely loyal. Um, They always say that we're good in bed. They always say cancers are good in bed. Aquarius, Aquarians are freaks in bed. Yeah, and so yeah, yes. so I, 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 you know, you got to take the little wins. I'm going to take the wins there too. I'm very, I, I have very Aquarian, Aquariusian, Aquarius, Aquarian, Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarian traits. <laughs> I'm very in my own little world, and I'm like marched to the beat of my own drum, and I'm a little bit aloof at times. I don't know about aloof, but like, 
I could be I could be by myself for a really long periods of time and really enjoy it <laughs> because I'm in my own little world. Um, but yeah, we're also supposed to be freaks in bed, so you know that's two for two. I'm just going to take go. every win I can. But no, you're, I could see your side too where, yes, if you're always only there to please somebody else, you're not being present. And I'm sure there are times I've, that I have definitely done that. Yeah. But well, I, think, I think we've all done that. Right. And I think I'm not always present in general. So. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for, um, for people with vaginas, that's something that happens a lot because we're nurturers and we're used to being in charge of so many different things and we have to worry about so many things that society puts on us so it's kind of like oh my god I gotta look this way oh my god does my leg look fat oh my god how's my ass look oh my god let me lean this way wait he's gotta have the perfect view while I'm giving him head (laughs) so um I really (laughs) I I I get that um because that's what happens right like you're like oh my god I gotta make it like the porn you know like oh wait is my throat long enough does it look long enough does it make his dick look big enough so you really do have these you know, like these moments and these thoughts where it is near yes. impossible and to just, you know, focus. Besides the fact that I'm unfocused in general, but I can hyper fixate on things as well. Yeah. And I realize like I have to have on music because I, I, re- I, I need some background noise because otherwise I'm listening to every sound. Yeah. And like, yeah. oh my God, is that, yeah. is that what, like, obviously there's going to be sounds during sex that sound weird, but then I'm like, is that my skin? <laughs> is that my fat? Like, is, is that my body making that noise? Is that both of us? Like, what is that? And that's all I could well, think I, about was like, do I need to well, move my stomach yeah, a little bit? That, <laughs> I could see you doing that. <laughs> or, I'm, or I'm starting to sing a song in my head because I realize there's no music on and like, think about something else oh besides the noises. And then because I have stomach issues, I'm always like, is my stomach going to do something weird? Um, but yeah, no, I, I like will hyperfixate on a sound and that's all I can think about. And then I, then I start thinking about like, when you really get down to, I mean, I love sex, especially with somebody that is also good and likes to enjoy sex, right? Yeah, yeah. But then I can start thinking about, and I can do this during sex, like, this is so weird. Like, <laughs> why is this a thing? <laughs> and see, for me... This is legitimately why I need somebody who is definitely more dominant because Um, it gives me permission um, to not think as much, if that makes sense. It also gives me permission to not be as, because even though I am, I will discuss sex, even though I am a little, I am, you know, sexually free, I still find myself being like, you know, what I learned in church or what I learned in the mosque and what I learned growing up. So like just, or like what a good woman or a good mom or, you know, this feminine energy is supposed to be. So I do find myself like loving a partner who like gives me permission to just kind of let go. Yeah. And I've started to enjoy that more because my ideas of sex all came from my childhood, which was watching which was reading um, Mafia Princess books and books about escorts and um, what's her name? The L.A. The oh my god, she had all those books about like Hollywood. J- Jackie Danielle Collins. Stevens. Jackie Collins. Yeah. Jackie Collins. She was a little dirtier, I think, than Danielle Stevens, wasn't she? She was, mm-hmm. but you know, like for the time. 
uh, like compared to now. Oh, compared to now, uh, nothing. But yeah. this is when I was like in third and fourth grade, like or less. Like, I mean, I picked up these books fucking early. And then I would also like to like sneak in and try and, uh, you know, read my dad's Playboys. <laughs> and then at my friend's house, this was in like fourth, fifth grade, we would find her cousin who lived there. We would find her cousin's Playgirls and read those. So that's where my idea, my whole life, came about how I feel it. Because I was never really told, like, I was told not to feel shame around sex. But I was also told, like, always use a condom, practice safe sex. And, of course, I wanted to give the middle finger to everybody. So I was like, I can do whatever I want. Oh, no. I was taught don't do it and don't talk about it. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I found some stuff with my parents, um, grossed me out because I, they should, because <laughs> they were happy and that was gross. Um, but yes, I'm going to take that the, I'm good in bed because I'm mm-hmm. anxious mm-hmm. as a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I mean, it is, I, I, I am working on being less anxious. I don't know that I'll ever get to completely secure because then I feel like I'd be, I would, like, not try and work anymore. Yeah. I feel like well, I need some, again, like, some waves sometimes. No, I I definitely feel like there are waves. I feel like for anybody there are going to be waves. But I just, like, right now, the point where I am, I just feel, like, very secure. Because I think um, it kind of changed with me. Not necessarily with the person that I my my situationship which that i mean granted he's a completely different person but um it also kind of began with me you know like just being like okay well you know um hmm i'm a pretty good no no fuck that i'm a damn good woman and if you're lucky enough to have me and have that devotion from me um and you fuck it up i mean well you fucked it up so like <laughs> but um, for the most part, you know, like that's kind of um, where I am, like where I'm leaning towards. And like I said, not necessarily like I know he's a very attractive man. I know that um, there are a lot of women who find him very attractive and who would who would. Uh, but um, I have to be more secure myself, like more secure than I, I was before, because I will say me not being secure myself kind of made my attachment style so erratic, uh, if that makes sense, just because of how I grew up and the things that happened to me and I saw. So this new um, kind of precipice or road that I'm on kind of just made it where, um, you know, I'm just like, I, I, I do a lot of you know, self-talk and talking myself back like, nah, fuck that shit. If he's dumb enough to fuck him. Yeah. And I've realized like I have, there are some, I mean, I definitely still get anxious. You know that I get anxious. You've, you see yes. my little whatever. Yes. And I can go from like zero to a hundred in two seconds. Cause I can create a whole fucking scenario and story that doesn't exist in this world, but not really does. <laughs> but in a, a more secure in myself, that is true. After my shitty ex, um, and I was not secure, and I lost very much a sense of myself, and I let him take my power, you know, and my money. That was the worst. Fuck, my money. Um, <laughs> and, and belongings, and jewelry, and clothes, and a bunch of shit. Yeah. But um, what I've done, and even in my anxious, insecure, fearful disorganized attachment i'm secure in the fact that even though even if it didn't work out with that 
with this specific person, I know that I'm okay. So I think yeah. in that way, because I used to think I'm not, I wouldn't be okay, right? Like that part's going to be like, oh my God, my world's going to end. And how do I, you know, I can't leave because this is my world. And I realize like, I'm my world. Yeah. I mean, yes, I have friends and family and that kind of thing. But like in the core of it, like I'm the, I'm me and I'm insecure in myself. Yes, of course, I'm going to get anxious about the person I'm talking to. Because, you know, we don't get to spend as, even though we do get to talk a lot and that kind of thing, and we have a great connection, we don't get to see each other all the time. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a tad bit younger. And he's fucking hot. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe other people don't think so. No, I think other people think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's really friendly to everybody, which is kind of annoying because mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, I am. No, that's not true. I am. Just I'm, I'm different. I'm friendly in a different way. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, but I am. But I do realize, like, I know no matter what, and I hope everyone realizes that no matter what happens in a relationship with somebody, you can still be okay. Even yeah. if, you know, even if it ends in a way you didn't think was going to happen or something went south or whatever it is, or you're going through a rough patch, you can still be okay with you. Yeah, because that's what really, that's what matters. Like, I never, for as much of, for as much as a romantic as I am, I never believed um, that somebody was like, somebody should be your everything or that like you complete me or whatever. I I think, um, I always tell everybody, like, people have really fucked up words. Mm-hmm. Right, like the real meaning of words or whatever. I have this friend. He always says, um, and I heard I, I actually know more than one person who says it, and it's literally because somebody ripped their heart out and stomped on it. But like, I have this friend, and he says, you know, his grandfather told him it's not his pussy; it's just his turn. Mm-hmm. One person can't belong to another. And I said, if we're talking about in an actual sense, no. But you guys are taking the very romantic, very poetic, very um, rhythmic and lyrical play of the terminology and the words, and you're turning it into something that it was never meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally believe that somebody could be so tied to someone else in their soul and their heart where they a part of them belongs to them. Cause I believe that everybody that you, you know, those people, they take little pieces, right? You mm-hmm. give them a little piece of you and it really is how they return it. If they need to return it. Right. So I always say, if you're going to take this little piece of me that I'm giving you, re- return it the way I gave it to you, or at least in a better state or gently worn. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't break it up. Don't rip it up. Um, so I definitely believe that. But I also believe that it has to start with you being as much of a whole person as you can be, right. as much of yourself as you can be. And that doesn't mean that you can't be in a relationship with somebody while you're growing and while you're fixing yourself. Because people do people say that all the time. You can't. But yeah. you actually can. Yes, you can. And, and no one is ever completely like every time you heal something, right, and you do something, there's more growth that can be had. So to say you can't love somebody until you're completely healed or completely love yourself, bullshit, because you can find someone to grow together with. Exactly. I always say find somebody, um, you know, you lay your shit out, they lay their shit out, you both put your shit together in a bag and you carry it together. If you can't do that, then perhaps that's not the right person for you. Right. Um, And that's that's just the way I think. That's just the way it is. But 
And if someone think, if someone is trying to stunt your growth to be with you, you know, if you're with somebody and they're trying to keep you from growing or keep you from or making you want to change in a way that doesn't feel comfortable to you, that's not real for you, that's not someone for you. That's not growth. That's changing to fit in somebody else's bubble and you need yes. to make a bubble together. I don't know about a bubble. Yeah, I don't know why I, yeah. I said a bubble, but a bubble, bubble, your car, your whatever you want to call it. Whatever. Your trailer, whatever. <laughs> Okay, New Jersey. Uh, I know. Um, but I will say what I enjoy now is that when I, I when I do have these conversations with um, this person, I do, what I do get is it's always just be as much of you. Just be you. Like, it's never, I never feel like I have to, like, tamper down myself, which in so many, there have been so many situations in my life where I felt that, but I never feel like I have to tamper myself in. Yeah. I never have to be like, you know, oh, I can't be my 100% authentic self. And it's the same thing for him. Like, you know, like he has his moments. He, he doesn't want to talk or he's off to himself or whatever's going on. And I have to accept that and be like, okay, well, you know, if I, if, if I'm going to accept him for who he is, this is who he is. This is what comes along with him. He, he's working through his own shit. Yeah. And I feel that too. Like I'm talking to a cancer and he will go in his shell sometimes and that's fine. I mean, in the beginning, I, whatever, it's fine. It really is. But I've often, I've often been told in my life that I'm too much or I need to calm down or I'm getting too excited. And again, I'm very, I'm Aquarius. I'm so already a weirdo and I'm very ADHD and I won't take, I don't want to take Adderall or Vyvanse because of all the other shit that it can do to your body. So oftentimes I'm a little ADHD E and, um, I'm going to try But so like, I, you know, I can break out my little dance party by myself and not by myself because he's sitting there watching me do a little like jig in front of him. <laughs> but I feel really comfortable being able to be that way, which is really nice. Like I don't, f- and it's funny because not only do I not have to feel like I can edit myself, like I usually in my head, I'm like pre-thinking what I'm doing, you know, when then like yeah. playing it back. And I don't do that. I just kind of be, yeah. which is, yeah. Interesting. The one time I wasn't recently is because we had a conversation about my school and was I going to, you know, was it going to be too many classes? And, and then like 15 minutes later, I'm like, Hey, do you really think? And he's like, Oh my God, we finished that conversation like 30 minutes ago. Like, I don't know, but I just like, it just popped back in my brain. You know, it's like that kind of thing, but he gets it, I guess. I mean, he calls me a weirdo, but in a very nice way. And look, he can he can walk away from this weird anytime, but yep. he chooses to stay. So that says something more about him than me. <laughs> yeah, because I literally say like after like we see each other, and it, it this is when I get you know, but after like we see each other, I'll be like, hmm, the things going through my mind <laughs> <laughs> while we were together, and like I will sometimes make a list. And I never get like, wow, or like, that's too much or any of that. Like, you know, so I enjoy that. I enjoy just being able to be myself. And I'm just at a point, I, I think it's both of us, but it's it's me. I'm just at a point where if I can't be that, then there's just really no need. Yeah. 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 Like, I care about you. I definitely, never mind. I care about you and I'm definitely into this, but um I, you know, I, it it just, I just have to be me. And if you miss out on me and you miss out on that, wow, you're lost. 
Yeah, especially because we're both anxious attachments. That means we're fucking fantastic in bed, so you're really fucking missing out, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> to be honest, well, never mind. <laughs> what? What? Uh, nothing. Nothing? He's really fantastic, period, but okay, go ahead. I mean, fuck. I, I mean, I don't, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. oh, okay. In every way, shape, and form. <laughs> Listen, one day he's gonna hear this and be like, <laughs> "It's I, gonna go to his head so bad." Oh my god, I think about it all the time I, because I think he may have used to listen to my old podcast, my other podcast. I'm not sure. I, I, I can't. I don't remember how much he knows about this one. But yes, I've already said like, "Look, you got a fucking big ego," which he doesn't agree with. I mean, he does, but um, yeah. All this, all Dubai needs is to get a bigger fucking ego. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know, I know. I told you the other day I sent, like, you know, I, I keep these little countdowns. So I'm, like, you know, really sentimental and really, like, so I keep these little countdowns in my phone whenever we're supposed to see each other, right? You know, we live in different places, so I keep a little countdown in my phone. And um, I sent it to him the other day. And it, I was, like, teasing because I was, like, I sent it to another friend of ours because he's supposed to um, be with us. So... He's like, you're not fooling anybody. I know that's your countdown until you get to see me. (laughs) You missed what I whispered. What did you whisper? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about, you know, you were bringing another person to to go when you go on a vacation. That's not my idea of a three. I just had to say. I was just saying, I can't. I always tell everybody, like, I. I, I, there's plenty of things I can do. A threesome is probably not it just because I'm very territorial. I am a cancer. And even though we're supposed to be really good in bed, um, I will, I just cannot. But if you want another, listen, if you want another bitch, I will go in my closet and pull a wig out. Um, right. And put that, and put that motherfucker on with the quickness and be whoever you want. I will do that too. Also, like, I like to focus on one person. Like, it's not like, my, I'm all over the place. I'm, my brain's in a million places to have to think about me having to like touch two people also ew but um <laughs> but like I, I like think to about f- having to touch two people right and like a touch is very important to me however because I've said this before but because it's important to me like I love touch but my touch is like special to me so mm-hmm. like to give it to some like extra person because they're mm-hmm. there and I don't want to hear their slurpy sounds. <laughs> well, probably because what goes through my mind is if this bitch touches him, I'm going to knock her out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably I, know. I think I would stop like mid threesome and just punch her in the face or like something. Get up. Get the fuck that's off. That's what him. happens when you're from Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you're very territorial. And the first thing that pops into your mind is I'm going to pop this bitch in her face. <laughs> Pretending I'm, like, going to pull her hair for some, like, little sex fun and then just pull her hair and pop her in the face. Throw her yeah, at the room. you don't just pull hair in Jersey. No. <laughs> you pull her hair, pop her in the face, and then throw her at the room. Bye, bitch. <laughs> I don't condone violence. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who it's against for me. No, let me stop. <laughs> but if you're trying to come in the bed with me, no. I did have somebody one time. This was with my ex. And we let this person, we were, we were all like partying and shit. 
sleep over. And I, sometimes I'm dumb and I'm like, oh, you can just sleep in the bed with us. It's more comfortable than the couch. I just, I really thought nothing of it. I sleep with my friends all the time in the same bed, like girlfriends. I don't think mm-hmm. anything about it. And it was just me and my boyfriend. But like, so I'm like, I'll sleep in the middle. Problem solved, right? It was a big bed. And all of a sudden, I feel two people's hands on me, and I fucking lost my fucking mind. At first, I was like, you know, because I was still kind of, you know, we'd been partying. So I was like, whatever. I can't deal with this. Like, and then I was like, then I was like, wait a minute. Those really are two people, different people's hands on me. And now their hands are sort of going towards each other. And I fucking whipped their hands away from each other and started screaming like a lunatic. I threw her out of the house. I don't know how she got home. I don't think we, we didn't speak for about 10 years, probably. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've never gotten, like, I mean, I, I've, I've had female friends who were like, you know, hey, can I, can I eat your pussy? Or, like, I've had, like, male friends who are like, you know, like, God, I really want to, like, have sex with you. But, like, for the most part... Um, I've never really had it where like, oh, this accidental thing was going to happen. And like a lot of the guys I know, like they just know me so well that they would not like, they always say like, uh, like most of my guy friends are like really protective of me. They treat me like a little sister and they always say like, you know, I'm supposed to be somebody's wife. So they don't do that. Um, but I, I've, I've been propositioned. I like, it was weird. You know, like I had, I went to a club with some friends of mine a while ago and this girl just like asked me if she could motorboat me. Um, so I said yes, but it was like <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I said yes, but but yeah, and 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 she asked, like like at least she asked, right? In this situation, yeah. there was no asking. There was well, just and that would have that would have that would have been me throwing a fist. And I can't yeah. remember exactly, but I know I jumped up and like fucking like took her out of the room, and 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 then I slept on that fucking uncomfortable couch anyway. <laughs> Stupid, but like really, maybe sometimes I'm naive and we just sleep in the bed with us. I didn't think there was any kind of proposition made. Oh well, that's because you're sweet. Like how <laughs> I, mean, I grew am up I? was, how I grew up was, you don't trust other bitches. They can't be in your bed. They can't be. <laughs> Is that bitch staying at your house? You need to watch her. I mean, I'm not that. Um, I'm not that. So, also, yeah. she was married. So, but also her husband's dream. Her ex-husband's dream was to find a glory hole. So, wow. <laughs> this story. This um, whole like I could go for days about these people, but um, but I won't. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Immediately now. <laughs> this was so, in my yeah. these were in my crazy days um a yeah. lot of shit went uh, yeah there's been more times that like all of a sudden there was like hands on me and i'm like god and you yeah. know my ex was right there or he was in ugh, blah, blah, blah. Right, anyway in my crazy days in my crazy days i dated criminals um, like that was my crazy days my crazy day was I did that too. me dating criminals <laughs> did that too bad um, boys yeah. Good girl, bad, bad boys. boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna... Sorry, that's not even singing on tune, but like, whatever. Um, <laughs> but again, we are good in bed. So, I mean, not that I, not that I've actually been with you in bed. So, but I'm, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and I just got my new nurse's outfit in the mail to wear. I'm very excited. Have you tried it on? I already took a picture and sent it. 
Oh, I thought about not spicy. sending a picture because I wanted to like surprise, be like, I'll be mm-hmm. right back. But like, what? I have no sense of like surprise. Like I have to show <laughs> you right away. Like I'm so excited. And then I got, oh, I like it. Wasn't I love it? I really like it. Okay, so you don't love it. So does that mean it doesn't look good? Like I way overthought it afterwards. But uh, yeah. See, I'm thinking about waiting and probably like surprising him with like tickets to like hedonism or something. <laughs> See, my, the one surprise did I actually surprise him with that was the like his new like property of panties and that person's pussy panties. I might have surprised him with those, but I might have told him. I can't remember. I surprised him and wore them. I don't know. I feel like I'm not a great at surprises because I want to tell you because I'm so excited about it. Surprise yeah. surmise. I don't know. I Listen, I've been, I, so I do this thing where I like buy little gifts or whatever and I have them. Like I have like, you know, like I have a decent amount in my closet that I wait to spring out at the right time. And so like, like he knows that they're, that they're like just sitting there, but like, he has no idea. Like, I think yesterday he said something like, um, I don't know which, which ones are appropriate or whatever. And I was like, how do you know any gifts I have for you at this point are appropriate? <laughs> I got you a book. You take get some books. Um, but yeah, I'm not, my surprise is off. Cause again, like, and then I want like, cause by the time I go to like wear it, then I'm like, mm, do I really want to put this on? Am I in the mood for this? So like, but if I pre if I pre announce it, then it has to happen. Ah, I see. Because otherwise, I'll just keep it in my bag and be like, "This is stupid." Because it has. See, like, I get so excited, I have to do it. Like I have to do it like right away. Mm-mm. Like I gotta... no, because I get all weird about it. Like it even has like a little nurse's hat, and I'm like, "That's so not me." Like I mean, I like dress up in that way and like pretending I'm someone else, but also the idea of actually getting dressed up to do it. Like I'm like. What's the point? It's just going to come off in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put on my sweatpants. I look cute in those. It's the tease. You got to stretch out the five minutes. It's the tease. Yeah. It's all about the pageantry. Yeah. I mean, I could also I've give got, like a full body massage in my sweatpants and look sexy as fuck. I've got a nurse's outfit. I've got, um, I think I've got like a, like a genie outfit. I've got... Um, I've got quite a few in there. Uh, Wonder Woman. I was never um, a lingerie person just because, again, like I was like a pin matching bra and panty set, but I was never a lingerie person because I just feel like, I don't know. I got a weird I love thing lingerie. I, I freaking love it. I love lingerie. Like I have I th- like a lot in my drawers. I love I, it. It's definitely my body image issues because I'm like, oh, I'm like a little bit. <laughs> well, for me, it's definitely about for it is definitely about my body image issues because I'm trying to work through that. But it's also, um, you know, uh, one being a, a mom, a working mom, and then two also being working in the hospital. Right. So like when you work in a hospital, you wear scrubs. 24 7 like nothing about you is sexy so having on something like your dirty little secret underneath like something sexy kind of really does help you when you come home to your partner even though in my situation um many moons ago it was not helpful at all but um (laughs) i dated a guy it made me feel good (laughs) i love scrubs first of all but i don't actually love him so if you're listening to this from my past and you heard me talk about scrubs that's not the scrubs I'm talking about. I love wearing scrub pants. <laughs> One of the, my, my past 
whatever's nickname was Scrubs. So. Ah, okay. It was, yeah, because he wore Scrubs for work. And we often, I often saw him from work. So we, he, no, he looked fucking hot. And anyway, enough about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's gross. All, anyone from my past is gross. I mean, he's, whatever. Um, so I was going to say something that went out my butt. It went out my butt. Everything goes out your butt. I'm not, I'm not quite sure why it's either in or out. I did, I did have a, a little plug in for a while today for some pictures. Just, just I mean, just, I've got a heart-shaped one. That's so my. This one. was heart. No, wait. Was this one heart-shaped or is this one just? I think it's. I don't remember. I have to go like look through my bag of fun, bags of fun. Um, out. So to reiterate, attachment styles can change, and also, I take. We're good in bed, as anxious folks. <laughs> <laughs> Attachment styles can change because you change. So in every situation, relationship, situationship, whatever, people, um, really, it's you. It's about you. It is. And I don't, I mean, I get what a situationship means, but it still is a relationship. Friendships are a relationship. Yeah. So like, if... Call it whatever you want, but this, like, fe- I don't know. I, t- I don't, I'm not 100% sure if I said our situationship, if you would appreciate that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And well, I just. But sometimes I do say that. But I do, yeah. I feel like such, to, well, I just, I just hate that we keep adding more words to things to confuse fucking everything. But that's me. That's where my high horse is. I get on this thing about these added things that we add to breadcrumbing and then, and then benching and then it's you know you keep adding more things about things that fuck up a relationship and what, to, what the things to look for and it's not a relationship it's a situationship or to this or to that if someone's in your life it is a kind of relationship that's a really you're having relations so whatever i will but get off the, hence the word situationship <laughs> i hate that fucking word i mean i have that i feel like i've had a lot of them but i hate that word i don't know it's just me just like why? Why add more trouble? You're hanging out with somebody. You see, I I add it in a different way. I'm talking to somebody. I don't even like the word relationship. This is where my my like. If you really sat down and delved into it, so you're in a relationship? No. But am I like the first person sometimes to be like when I hear like a little video or I see something like right now? You know that little video of Lotto going around. She was like, "Am my man? Thank you to my man." Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a part of me that thinks that, but, you know, I'm me, and I like to pretend I have no feelings. I do have no feelings. Um, and no, I'm rubbing off on you. You have feelings. Anyway, <laughs> so just, I wanted to circle back to something we talked, why am I saying circle back now? I feel like I keep saying that. Um, to something we mentioned in the last podcast, to keep your eyes out, and if you're interested, to please contact us. We will be starting a community women's group that will be a monthly group there's not going to be a charge for that it will be building a community around sex sexuality dating relationships all those kind of things so be on the lookout but if it's that's something you're really interested in please email us at the pleasureologists or you can dm charmaine on facebook or on instagram you can 
uh, DM me on Facebook, which is my name, Rachel Greb, or on Instagram at Fig Life Coaching, F-I-G, like the fruit. Um, so just let us know. We're, and that we'll have more information soon, along with a lot of other shit. So stick with us. We got lots to come. Charmaine? Oh, see, she's always waiting for me to say something. Anyway. <laughs> like, do you have something to say to add to that? <laughs> I, um, not really. Rachel said it all. Like, contact us, email us, DM us. Let us know what you're looking for. Ask us all the important questions. Um, if you just want to shoot the shit, if you're looking for coaching, if you're looking for someone to um, do your first appointment with to pick your first sex toys, I do that. We can do a walk by, you know, a, a step by step together. Um, hey, I write romance novels. Um, Rachel is an amazing coach. Thank I you. coach sometimes. Um, so, you know, contact us. Let us know what you're looking for and how we can help you. Yes, let us know. And, like, there's so many things, too. Like, with coaching, you're, I do coaching. I do everyday life coaching kind of stuff. I do sex coaching. I do dating coaching. Or if you're struggling with your dating apps and you want your dating app audited so you, to update it, I'm here for that. So, um, yeah, message us. And also, if you have ta- things you want us to talk about or questions that you want answered, we could do a question and answer episode. So send us send them our way and until then peace the fuck out have a great day and don't forget to pleasure yourself right now right now stop dropping pleasure yourself bye